The Week in the News. Right to the breaking news that we've been covering all the week in the news. But they retain the key members of their team. It's a shock. Um, it's a shock to me. The South African athlete has no money left. It reviews all of the major stories that have made headlines through the past week. Jo- Join us every, every Sunday, Sunday at 1 p.m. At 1 p.m. on Go Uni Radio 106.9 FM, the heartbeat of dialogue. This is the weekend in news. news. Major stories, headlines, flashbacks. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of the program, The Week in the News. This is Goyini Radio 106.9 FM, Enugu. The Week in the News is a review of major stories and issues that made headlines in the past week in Nigeria. I am Bethel Okoye. Today, the 10th of May, we will be looking into kidnapping of school children, impact on females and girls' education. Stay with us. I will be right back. Glad to know you're still there. Today we are having another special edition of the program. And we are talking about the impact of attacks on education for Nigerian women and girls. The government of Nigeria has been embroiled since 2009 in an armed conflict with Boko Haram. And Boko Haram has committed serious acts of violence, killing over 70,000 people, displacing over 2.5 million of them, and um, driving a whole lot of host communities into neighboring countries like Chad, Cameroon, and Niger Republic. Now, thousands of girls and young women have been abducted, including from their schools. Boko Haram have also abducted boys and men and have forced them to become fighters. Many have never returned from captivity. Those who have returned report suffering abuse. Boko Haram continues to carry out attacks, causing serious loss of life, including increasingly by using child and female suicide bombers. In 2017, the Boko Haram terrorist group reportedly caused 967 fatalities, a 6% increase over the previous year in 2016. A key component, or what seemed to be a key component of Boko Haram's ideology, is hostility towards secular education. And this has gained notoriety for its repeated attacks on schools, universities, teachers, administrators, students, wreaking a havoc on the already fragile educational system of Nigeria. The United Nations Children's Fund estimated that more than 1,400 schools have been destroyed, damaged or looted primarily in the northeast and more than 600,000 children have lost access to education. In addition to this tragedy, Boko Haram has also targeted female students. Where does this leave the Nigerian women and girls, especially regarding their education? The UN in 2017 reported that 115 children, 38 boys and 77 girls, had been used as human bombs. 
that number was six times higher in 2016. This is 2021 and the numbers have tripled. Boko Haram's targeted attacks in schools and the abduction of school girls have been harmful for female students' access to education. Many of the students interviewed by newsmen reported that they had been forced to suspend their education after the school was attacked or permanently dropped out of school because of the attacks. Poverty on the other side has been the single greatest obstacle to education in northeastern Nigeria and parents' ability to pay for school expenses has further deepened the situation. For some female students that have survived Boko Haram attacks and adoptions, many have reported suffering mental and physical health problems because of the abuses. Some have described continuing to endure bleeding and other serious gynecological problems as a result of rape. Many of the students as well as some of the teachers describe reoccurring nightmares, anxiety, being easily frightened, and ability to uh, focus and other signs commonly associated with trauma, especially in the hands of Boko Haram terrorists. Attacks on education and military use of education institutions have had a devastating effect on all students and teachers in northeast Nigeria. Girls and women have often experienced different kinds of abuse and the abuses committed against them have long-term consequences. Now, what is more worrisome is the fact that the heightened insecurity is predominant in northern Nigeria, which already is the most educationally disadvantaged region. Of the estimated 10.5 million out-of-school children, in the country, 69% come from the north, where cultural practices and economic deprivation limits children's active participation in school, particularly females. It is known that the Boko Haram crisis, with its debilitating effects on economic and education system, is also heavily concentrated in the region. And with the spate of recent school kidnappings, community and parental trust in the education system, had shrunk significantly and the problem of access to quality and equitable education has already become severely amplified. And now the Nigerian education system still is recovering from the devastating effects of the prolonged school closure from the COVID-19 pandemic, adding to security concerns to the basket of challenges already experienced in the educational sector. We might be on our way to an irrecoverable collapse. Targeting kidnapping of school children began in 2014 with the mass abduction of the 270 to six female students in Chibok by Boko Haram insurgents. That event was ideologically motivated, according to reports, allegedly, and designed to extort concessions from the government. But recently, abductions have become more profit-driven, involving organized and unorganized criminal groups. The profit dimension to the kidnappings has complicated Nigeria's security problems and has become more frequent given to the high level of poverty and youth unemployment in the region, including the stark absence of legitimate economic opportunities. If education, especially the education of the girl child, is to thrive or survive, it is very important and crucial to urgently change the current dynamics and make schools safe again. This crisis requires swift and comprehensive action, both in prevention and supporting victims to minimize long-term damages. While the scope for improvement is very vast and complex, there are ways to avert a further dismantling of education, especially in the northeast of Nigeria. There are reports upon reports of abductions of school children in northeast Nigeria. Dozens of kidnappers on motorcycles stormed the school in north central Nigeria and took away 136 children aged 5 to 14 and three teachers after killing one person. Two mothers collapsed and died upon receiving the news. The kidnappers demanded 200 million for their young victims' lives. And of course, that followed the seizure in December of 334 schoolboys in the northwest 
of the country from the dormitories. Their release after six agonizing nights evoked a collective sigh of relief from a nation that has been sunk into sadness and anger. Our focus on the program is on the impact of the attacks on women's and girls' education. What can the government do to make sure that young girls return to classrooms in safety? In a report in March 2021, the United Nations Children's Fund UNICEF said that no less than 5,330,631 students in northern states in Nigeria have had their education disrupted. This further compounded the out-of-school situation in the country as parents withdraw their children from school to evade attacks and kidnapping. There was also a report of more than 200 students who were abducted in the Federal College of Forestry Mechanization, Kaduna State, by gunmen believed to be bandits. However, the governor of Kaduna State, Nasser Erufai, said in a press conference that pupils in schools in remote areas of the state would be relocated to schools in urban centers. According to him, schools in remote areas were prone to bandit attacks and student abduction. UNICEF has been very much concerned about the struggles in getting Nigerian children access to their rights to quality learning. UNICEF has been appalled by attacks on schools in Nigeria, especially in the Northeast, which is a gross violation of children's rights and the right to education. The attacks affect children's mental health and well-being and can have a long-lasting impact on their lives. All these problems, what can the government do to make sure that we don't have repetitions of school children abduction in Nigeria? Some groups have come out to say that there should be comprehensive threat assessment of schools in the entire northern region and subsequent closures and relocations. Others believe that the development of a strong community support network to ensure affected communities should not be left behind. There is also a revaluation and revamping of the Safe Schools Initiative and also addressing the long-term insecurity threat. The importance of dealing with a surge of economically motivated school kidnappings directly in schools cannot be understood, but it is, however, naive to assume that a school or a community-level intervention could surface in the long run. Nigeria continues to suffer from prolonged insecurities ranging from terrorism, banditry, farmer headers clash, unemployment, and so many other problems. Without a strategy, a comprehensive strategy to deal with the persistent state of violence, including a plan to regain control, imagining a safe space for education is difficult. Schools are only safe insofar as the larger society is safe. Nigerian policymakers, school leaders and communities must effectively and creatively come together to help reverse the current economic and education dynamics to avoid a catastrophic collapse. And if care is not taken, we will have countless numbers of out-of-school female children, especially in the Northeast. And that is why we draw the curtain on the special edition of the program, The Week in the News. The Week in the News is a review of major headlines and issues the main headlines in the past week. Join me same time next week for another edition of the program. I am Bethel Okoye.